Rebounds TV with Calvin and Barry. Just two crazy fans of the Sacramento Kings and they sharing their opinion. So be sure that you subscribe. It's for the fans, by the fans. Whether you chilling on the couch or wilding in the stands. For laid back conversations about the Kings, subscribe here. Staying down until we come up thinking this gonna be our year. We're here drinking beer, talking about the Kings. Be sure you subscribe so you can hear that bell ring. Yeah. What's up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. The Kings finally, finally get a win tonight. 141-20 over the Houston Rockets. Houston's missing quite a few pieces. Garrison Matthews was out tonight. Happy about that. No Kevin Porter Jr. Calvin Kings get the win. Light the MFing beam. Light the beam. How many likes till we light the beam tonight? Oh, man. We got to get at least 40. All right. You guys heard it here. 40 likes and we light the beam. Cheers, buddy. The beam is lit. Mountains are blue. We're here. We're drinking Kings beer. Win. Why not, Lane? Why not? Mm. Oh, that's delicious. You got the chain on tonight. I like it. I'm wearing my Malik Monk jersey. Hopefully, you guys like that as well. Go Sacks. Shout out to everybody here in the chat. Brian is here. Alfie Man Lane. Mike Monticello. Tito. Amir. Uh, Patrick. Wow. Jim is here. Charles. We got a lot of Dylan. A lot of OGs here in the chat. Good to see you guys. Bouncer is here as well. Angel is here. Shout out to all my guys in the chat. Love to see you guys here. Calvin. Feels good. Feels really good to get a win here. Sure does. And I think, you know, before we dive into the game, I think we have to acknowledge what happened yesterday <laughs> on the show here. I wore my De'Aaron Fox jersey for a reason today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he showed up today. He was there. He showed up to work, just like you asked. The team just looks like you looks asked. a little bit different when he's around. Happy to hear the baby is okay, healthy. His wife is okay and healthy. And De'Aaron Fox is reporting back to work. So I appreciate him. Uh, maybe maybe I owe him a little bit of an apology for diving in on him uh, yesterday and in his absence from the team. I was frustrated. I was emotional. <laughs> it was a horrible loss. Um, and Calvin, I actually wrote a little poem for De'Aaron Fox. Oh, my goodness. You guys are in for a treat. Yeah. I got a little poem here for De'Aaron wow. Fox written. It's a good one. I, I don't write poems very often, but sometimes I do. All right. <clears throat> Is this thing on? Roses are red. Violets are blue. Deer and fox, I love you. Aw. Bam. All right. Got that, that really out of sweet. the way. Got that out of the way. Shout out to Deer and shout out to all my Sacramento Kings. Calvin, give me your first thoughts on the game tonight. Thank the NBA schedule makers. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the Kings needed this game in the worst possible way. It could not have come at a better time. Um, you know, we talked just a couple of days ago about how they basically did nothing right. They played not perfect, but they played 
pretty damn well tonight across the board. There aren't many areas of this game. Points in the paint, which was one of my keys to the game, something that Houston does very, very well and the Kings are very, very bad at. Um, that you know That's an area where they can improve uh, for Wednesday, but it doesn't get much better than 21 made threes. Uh, how many assists tonight? Crazy number of assists. 35 assists, 41%. Uh, 51%, sorry, from three, 58% overall from the field. It was a balanced attack. Like I said, the Kings just needed this game very, very badly to reset everything, get guys going that haven't been playing well lately. Um, so thank you, NBA schedule makers. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely, definitely needed this one. I need a reset for myself, Calvin. I mean, I was a little worried after the last game. Couple game losing streak. Like I mentioned, the West is is very, very tight, so... Very, very happy they got a win here. I am dropping a poll. I know you guys love polls, so I'm, I'm dropping another poll here in the chat. I want to hear from you guys. Who is your king of the game? Go ahead and vote now. I'd be interested to hear because a lot of players played pretty well. A lot of players played well tonight. Shout out to David. Shout out to <laughs> Neil is here in the chat. Love you guys. Love all of you guys. Um <laughs> All right. What was I even going to talk about? Should I just go right here into the box score? Let's do it. It just like we completely ignored the box score yesterday. Yeah, this we is a, we could spend probably an hour talking about the box score today. This is a good box score to talk about. So let's let's dive right in. Uh, Domas Sabonis, thirty-two minutes of action, seventeen points, seven rebounds, ten assists, two steals. Five personal fouls. He had three at halftime of this game. Picked up uh, the fourth one in the third quarter. Um, but, hey, good performance by Domas. Also made a three-pointer tonight. Harrison Barnes, 26 minutes of action. Nine points, five rebounds, three assists. Keegan Murray, huge game from Keegan Murray. 33 minutes, 30 points, six rebounds, an assist, two steals. Calvin. Can we get a... Murray, 11 to 17 from the field, 8 of 12 from three-point range. Calvin, that is a career high in threes made in a game. That is a career high in points in a game, breaking through the 29-point mark. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, 29 minutes of action, 16 points, four rebounds, eight assists, two steals, and a block in this game, four turnovers. Pretty good performance just coming back uh, from the two-game layover for him. Kevin Herter, 29 minutes of action, 16 points, four rebounds, four assists, a steal, a block. Love what I saw to Kevin Herter tonight. Trey Laos, 14 points in 16 minutes. Uh, Davion Mitchell, five points in 17 minutes. And my guy, Malik Monk. My guy. 20 points, a rebound, two assists, four of seven from three-point range, Calvin. Malik was all over the court. It was great. It was great. And, of course, I am wearing my Malik Monk jersey tonight. Yeah, your very, boy. Very, very happy. Your boy. Very, Malik very Monk. happy. Um, I mean, we're not going to talk about the Rockets. No one wants to talk about the Rockets. Why? Um, oh, interesting, Calvin. I was actually reading this story today. Um, you, you heard that NASA was experimenting with rockets without engines? I did not hear that. Yeah, the project never really took off. Oh, I see what you're doing. Kind of like the Rockets tonight. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, give me your thoughts on, on the box score. 
Um, well, I do want to say I've already made one error today. 38 assists, not 35. It was 35 rebounds. Mm. I just looked in the wrong spot. You better fix that. Too many numbers. Quick. Yeah, too many numbers Lickety to look split. at for this game. Um, but I think it. I just go back to balanced attack, right? Like the, the Kings needed this game so badly, not just because De'Aaron Fox comes back, which helps everybody else settle back into their roles. Um, you know, Keegan Murray has been – struggling as of late, not tonight. Kevin Herter struggling, still not shooting the ball quite lights out like we thought, but I, I found it amazing. Even despite everything this season, he is still shooting over or 40% from three. That just is mind blowing to me. That's, he's just such yeah a sneaky good shooter, right? He is. Even when he's struggling, he got off to such a good start. Um, and then the bench, you know, the bench was huge today. Really, aside from the third quarter where they gave up 40 points, I mean, they, they allowed 24 points in each of the first two quarters. The defense looked much better. Um, they were very active in the passing lanes tonight, got out in transition, easy baskets, fast break points, which I'm going to talk about a lot today um, because I did a little research All right. in this game. I love it when you do research. I love it too. But fast break points, it's inspired me, so I decided to look a little bit deeper into that. That that's a, and I'm going to go back to the wing defender that the Kings need. As like this it. is more support for why they need it. But um, <laughs> it, this was just a game that the Kings needed to have, and, and they got it. So hopefully they don't fumble the bag and come out on Wednesday and lay an egg because this th- that would be really rough. Yeah, hopefully not. Guys, don't forget to vote. In the poll, in the chat, I'd love to hear your king of the game before Calvin and I both give ours. Shout out to Charlie. Charlie's here in the house. We got JN is here. Uh, as far as the team stats go, the Kings shot amazing in this game, Calvin. Amazing. 58% from the field, 51% from the three-point line. And the Rockets didn't shoot bad either. 50% from the field for them, 40% from the three-point line for the Houston Rockets. Uh, free throws, 83% for the Kings as opposed to 79 for Houston. Houston did out-rebound the Sacramento Kings 39-35. to Domas did not get uh, the 10 rebound number, the double double, but he did get it with assists. So he's still leading the NBA in double doubles. Uh, 38 assists for the Kings tonight, which is a lot. A lot of assists. Yes. A lot. We've seen games this season where they've had 23. And only 10 turnovers. 38 assists, 10 turnovers. You are going to win a lot of basketball games if you put those numbers up. And I believe four of those were on Deer and Fox. Just. Just saying. Uh, steals tonight. <laughs> Nine steals for the Sacramento Kings. Five for the Houston Rockets. Five blocks for the Kings. Four for the Houston Rockets. And then you mentioned the turnovers. Ten for the Kings. Fourteen for the Houston Rockets. Uh, points in the paint. 56 for Sacramento as opposed to 60 by the Houston Rockets. But fast break points. 19 for the Kings as opposed to only five uh, for I, My uh, screen is showing me 22 fast break points. Interesting. What, very, uh, very what app interesting. are you on? I'm on ESPN. Okay. I'm on ESPN. Let me refresh this. Maybe they uh, made a little bit of a stat upgrade. What What did you huh. say? That's weird. 22. 22. Fast break points. Oh, yeah. Mine says 19. That's very interesting. Well, I mean, how can we finish the stream now, Calvin? <laughs> Just throw this whole thing out the window. It doesn't matter because my uh, research... Is good for 19 or 22 points. So (laughs) it'll work either way. Oh, man. It feels so good to get a win. It feels so good. And, guys, 
Guys, we got almost 50 people watching. When we get to 40 likes on the stream, we light the beam. So don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. I want to see the beam lit, Calvin. I want to see the beam lit tonight. Let's light the beam. Let's light the beam. Also, let's keep it lit. want to remind you all, um, today's Monday. That might not be good for you, or it might be good. <laughs> If you want to get some uh, some new gear, some new merch on RoyalRebounds.com, Mondays are great because we are introducing Merch Mondays. You can use the code Merch Monday for 15% off on all your shopping needs at RoyalRebounds.com. That's right, RoyalRebounds.com. Use the coupon code Merch Monday for 15% off, and it works every single Monday. Go grab yourself some new merch. It's looking pretty, pretty fresh, Calvin. All right. Back to the game here. Uh, I mean, Kings were up early in this game. Um, they led by 17 at half. The Rockets came storming back. I was actually having problems with my TV uh, at halftime. The Kings were up 17. My TV froze. It took me a while to get it working again. And then I look, and then all of a sudden the Rockets are down like by five. And I'm like, what is going on here? They were making a barrage of threes in the third they quarter. Were. And then the Kings were like, okay, we've had enough of this. Keegan starts making threes. Malik Monk is making more threes. And the Kings are just like, we're just going to, we want to rest early. We don't want any drama tonight. We're just going to end this thing. Uh, and that's exactly what they did. They did. Yeah. I, I mean, the Rockets made a couple of runs, whether it was in the third quarter or, or uh, a, a little run in the second. But, yeah, I mean, too much offense tonight for any really anybody to keep up with when the Kings score that many points. Uh Newsflash, they're undefeated when they score more Points. than their opponent. Yeah. So yeah. that's a pretty good way to approach a game. That is for sure. All right, let's dive here into the poll. Hopefully, you guys voted in the poll. If you did not vote, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do and what to tell you. Uh, okay, who is your king of the game? 16% voted for Malik Monk, 10% for Deer and Fox. Nobody voted for Domas Abonis, which is pretty incredible. And 74%. Takes Keegan Murray. Calvin, I'll give you mine, but I want to know yours first. Who is your king of the game? Well, this is a tough one uh, because, you know, Fox coming back, like I said, it not only does that have a great effect for the Kings because he is the Aaron Fox and he put up good numbers tonight. He shared the ball really well. He didn't have the huge scoring outburst or the fourth quarter takeover that we're used to seeing, but that's because they were on fire from three and everybody else was doing it. Um, and that is a direct result of, of Fox being back in the lineup, right? Because yep. it's so much easier for role players to play well when your stars are, are there because you're, you aren't asked to do more than what you're accustomed to. You, you can settle in and get better looks at the basket uh, and, you know, th let the game come to you while the stars take most of the attention. So there really is, a lot to be said about De'Aaron Fox coming back. But I can't ignore what Keegan Murray did today. Okay. After struggling the way he was, um, big time on the boards today, really, really good rebounding from Keegan. Uh, and 8 of 12 from 3, career high, career high in points. I thought he was going to actually catch narrow uh, or catch Bogdanovich for the all-time rookie number <laughs> in this game. It looked like that was going to happen. And they left him in the game. I know. They left yeah. him in the game because, yeah. again, like he's been struggling a little bit and he was feeling himself. So, man, it, I'm going to give it to uh, Keegan Murray just because I think that was, you know, obviously his best performance of the year. 
Yeah, yeah. I was going to but give Fox it, is a close second. I was going to give it to Malik Monk when I was watching the game because I was just like, this dude is bringing all the energy, effort. Like he he's just he looks great out there. We saw an alley oop dunk. Uh, you know, we saw a bunch a bunch of exciting things. Um, that pass towards the end by Keegan Murray was pretty incredible too. Oh yeah, did you see that? Yes, the I guy did. missed the corner three, but he's like yep. around the defender, just taps it from one hand to the other. It was and goes. very nice. Very, After very I nice. saw the rest of Keegan's game, I'm like, Keegan is the king of the game. So I, I agree with all of you guys. Keegan Murray is the king of the game. Uh, Calvin, I see you have the chain on. I do have the chain on. Is king of Kings the game win. and defensive or chain chain player? What is it? Player chain of the game. Defensive player of the game chain. Defensive player of the game chain. Is that the same person for you? It is not the same person for me. Okay. And I don't know if you were following in the chat, but they have announced that Kevin Herter was already given the chain. Oh, wow. wow. Which, you know, he was very active tonight defensively. Passing lanes, he had that one great block underneath. Um, worked really, really hard. I, I give him a lot of credit. However, for me, just watching the game, I'm going to give it to Fox. I thought okay. he set the tone early defensively. He was also getting deflections, two steals, and a block tonight. Um, I, I definitely thought that he was on a mission and, and a little bit refreshed, you know, from having sat out these couple of games that he was going to try to, to lead the, the charge both offensively and defensively for this team. So I, I would give it personally to De'Aaron Fox, which is why I got the chain on and the Fox jersey on. I just realized that we weren't even connected to our Twitter space uh, via Bluetooth. So I connected us now. Oh, man. Sorry, Tanvir. And Tanvir is there. Oh, he could hear us. It's shout just out. not crystal clear. But, yeah, shout out to Tanvir for joining in. Uh, we love you, buddy. And we, we want to hear from you here in a little bit. So uh, give me a second. Uh, would love to hear from you. All right. Shout out to Apex Legends. That's our guy from across the pond. Calvin, Fred, 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 yeah, Fred. Yeah. Fred, dude, this is a little early for Fred. It is. Or is I it guess late? no work tonight. Or is it or late? last night? Is it or late? Whatever, or early? The, whatever it is. I don't, I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to Fred, though, for joining in. Uh, also, Double O is here. Tom is here. Digital Henry Faquan. Uh, wow. Jay is here. Jeff the Lefty. Sass. Wow. Good to see you all. Everybody shows up after a win, Cal. I love it. Light the beam. Light the effing beam. Well, not? We're, we're not quite to 40 likes, but we'll, we'll give them something. We'll the Kings something. won, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. The Sacramento Kings, oh, yeah, the Kings won, yeah. Fox is so fast. Southern us is so strong, yeah. Coach Mike is so smart, yeah. They're going to play all bound, yeah. Charles, that's for you. There we go. Where's Lydia, dude? That's Lydia's jam. I know. Haven't, haven't seen, seen her in a little while. Haven't seen Lydia. Also, Jim would like to know how to talk on Twitter Spaces if you want to give him a breakdown. Okay. Jim would love to hear from you on Twitter Spaces. All you got to do is go over to Twitter. Uh, if you have not downloaded the app, you can get it for free in the App Store. Uh, don't know if Elon knew that. Um, but you download Twitter, make yourself a little account. You can follow us, Royal underscore Rebounds. Uh, click on our profile picture and hit Join Space. Uh, then in the bottom left corner, you can hit Request to come up on stage. Uh, we'll bring you up. We'd love to hear from you. And then when it's your turn, you just need to unmute your microphone. And uh, you'll be ready to go. Um, so, yeah, uh, shout out to Lydia. Hopefully everything is okay. Uh, but, Calvin, I want to hear from you. Uh, 
we talked about your keys to the game last night. Yes. Uh, let's let's kind of touch on those and see if, if the Kings hit all those boxes. <laughs> well, number one, they definitely checked. Uh, I made the mistake of not realizing that Garrison Matthews is not playing right now. So number one was keep your emotions in check, i.e. Garrison Matthews, the uh, Kings antagonizer, I guess. I don't know what you want to call him. Yep. But good news, he didn't play today, and the Kings had no trouble. So uh, you can check that box pretty easily. <laughs> Number two was rebounding. Uh, I thought the Kings did a a good job. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't great. I mean, they did get out rebounded, not by many. I think they were minus four overall. Um, especially in the first half, they were doing a really good job of limiting the offensive rebounds. Houston ended up with eleven. A lot of those were in the second half, especially the third quarter. Uh, so that's definitely something to keep an eye on for uh, Wednesday's game. And then number three, points in the paint. This is something I was a little concerned about coming in. Uh, it, it's one of the things that Houston does best, that 57 points in the paint per game. They had 60 today. Luckily, the Kings were able to score 56 themselves, and they killed it from three-point range, so it was kind of a moot point. Uh, okay. But definitely something, again, to to focus on moving forward because the first half they were doing a much better job of limiting uh, Houston one shot and getting the board and getting out in transition. Second half, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. So they nailed uh, one of the three, but they did a great one of the job. Three. They did a great job. And of course, when you, well, shoot, when you shoot that well and you share the ball like you did today, uh, you know, we've talked about it before. The Kings are that good offensively that they can overcome. When they play like this, they get balanced scoring. They move the ball. They shoot really well from the outside. They can overcome a lot of their defensive inefficiencies. It also helps to play the worst team in the league. I will say that, but. Uh, Tom's bringing up Garrison Matthews in the chat here. Oh, he don't want no smoke. Any smack you want to talk about Garrison Matthews? I agree, Tom. He doesn't want the I smoke. I believe it's a toe injury. Yeah, he'll be probably out on Wednesday, too. Okay. Must be a he, big he toe injury. He doesn't want it. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's hear from Tanvir. I, I want to hear what Tanvir has to say. Um, so let me uh, unmute him here. Yo, Tanvir... Yo, what's going on, you guys? What yes, up, dude? Sir. What's up, dude? Light the beam. Like the beam beam, bro. Great game. How are you feeling, bro? happy. Hella excited, bro. Hell yeah. I like it. He, I like Murray. It. he had the heater. I think it was amazing. 30 points. Darren Fox back in the lineup. Glad he's all right. It's amazing, bro. That's all I got to say, man. Dude, shout out to Tanvir. Tanvir stayed up late last night with me, talking me off the ledge. Uh, he's a legend, dude. Tanvir's a legend. I love you guys, man. I oh, love yeah, you guys. Hoodie Berry is no more, and I got the hoodie on now. Ledge I just realized ends. that. Yeah, yeah. But just a great, great win. Uh, I mean, Tanvir, what was the main difference in this game? That's how well the offense was clicking. It was amazing. It, it looked like a whole different team out running. there. Oh, yeah, man. Different team when Fox plays, bro. I'm telling everyone that Fox is the leader of the team. That's all it is. I love Dumas, but Fox is the head of the snake. He wants to open points. up the debate again about who's the better player, Fox or Sabonis. Oh, man. Well, we can. Hey, put do another poll. Let the people choose. Let the people decide. What do you say, Tanvir? I think it's the air, bro. It shows. This game showed it. He's the reason. 
Okay. Shout out, Fred Dixon. Yeah, man. I, I mean, at this point, I think they're both they're both just so important, right? Like it, it almost yeah. doesn't matter, yeah. you know. It, this team yeah. is those two, and then a bunch of role good. players. So, and, and as we yeah. s- can see, that the role players play much better when both these guys are in the lineup. Um, I think if yeah. Sabonis were to miss as many games as Fox had, the record would be equally as bad, if not worse. You know, I think the Kings are one and four when Fox doesn't play. I'm assuming it would be yeah. the same or 0 and 5 if Sabonis didn't play. Well, he did play. He did miss one game. Yeah, right? they won. They won that game. I believe that was. So maybe it would be 1 and 4, was I guess. That the Lakers game? Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a good problem to have. I, that Definitely. debate for me. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, it's 1A and 1B. You know, they, they both are Agreed. equally important to the success of this team. So, Tanbeer, yes, they are. do you know uh, yes. what win number that was for the Kings today? What was that? What what number win was that for the Kings today? That was number thirty, yo. Number thirty, yo. Number thirty. Right. Uh, yes, what was sir. the Kings' record wins. last year? Oh, not <laughs> last year was not that good. It was all right, but we were thirty even... and fifty-two. <laughs> yep. That's incredible, we right. right? It's it's freaking amazing, man. Ain't nothing making me more happy now. I mean, we're not even at the All-Star break, right? We're four games oh, left no. to the All-Star break, and we already have the same amount of wins as last year. What what a difference. Oh, yeah, man. Huge what a difference w. Makes. If I told you we had 30 wins right now, you guys would probably say nah. <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of the year, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, hey, Tanvir, we appreciate you, uh, you know, joining us via Twitter spaces. We got to get back to the show. Uh, but I want to hear a prediction for Wednesday's game from you. Hey, man, it's going to be the same result, bro. 20 points. We're going to win by same result. 20 points. I like it. I like it. All right. All right, Tanvir. Uh, I'll be on Twitter spaces a little bit later after the show if you want to join in. For sure. You know me, man. I'm always there. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Shout out. Have a good one, man. Tanvir. Yes, sir. Thanks, bud. Always good to hear from Tanvir. He's happy, dude. He sounds really happy. I mean, I don't know a Kings fan that wouldn't be happy right now at this point. Dude, last night. Last night's game? Social media was. The emotional swings. Crazy. I'm not going to lie, dude. I was part of the swing. I was part oh, of yeah. the emotional swing. Oh, yeah. I was not attacking people on social media. Social media, media was crazy. Just ask Charlie, right? I was not attacking people on social media, but I saw a lot of people attacking and getting attacked. Yeah, yeah. Which is brutal. It's so brutal. I feel like a lot of people, they forget uh, that there's human beings uh, with faces on the other side of that screen. Yes. So yes. please, please don't attack people. You know, everybody gets emotional after losses, wins, all that stuff. Just treat everybody, you know, like a human being. Um, because oh. you never know what other people are going lines. through. You really, really don't know what other people are going through. And honestly, Calvin, you know, I talked about it a little bit last night late on the Twitter spaces. I didn't mention it on the show, but I think that the thing that a lot of people fail to see here is that the reason that a lot of people have hate is because the line between love and hate is so thin. And when you love something so much and things blow up in your face, Hate is like the first thing that you turn to. So I think a lot of people were spreading hate because they have love and they don't know how to express it properly. That's true. So that is true. Shout out to all my Kings fans. It's we a fine line between love and hate. And uh, 
Should we light the beam? Oh, yeah. Got to give the people. Let's see. Do we have it here? Oh, yeah. We can do this one, too. How, how's this? Fire the laser! Yeah, look at that beam. Wow, it's a beaut, ain't it? It is a beauty. Light the effing beam, man. Purple beams in the sky. Wow, 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 wow. That is incredible. All right, Calvin, back to the game. Uh, anybody you really want to highlight? I mean, we talked about Keegan Murray. Um, Kevin Herter made two out of seven threes tonight. One of the biggest things for me is like this Kings team just needs to get back on track shooting the basketball. They've shot horrendously for like the past week, maybe even longer. Um, you know, even, even in some of those wins, they were not shooting well. We saw a poor performance by Harrison Barnes, Keegan, uh, Kevin Herter, uh, HB didn't do exceptionally well tonight, only nine points. Uh, but Kevin Herter was, was making a couple. Keegan was the main difference, right? Eight threes tonight, which definitely boosts a lot of those numbers. Uh, but, Calvin, I mean, somebody asked you, I believe it was on last night's show, what do you do when your shot's not falling? Keep shooting. Is that the only difference tonight? Keep shooting. Uh, I mean, that's that's how you shoot yourself out of a slump. Like, you, you can't be the, – the one thing – that is great about Keegan. You know, we talk about it being maybe a negative thing sometimes in that he's just, his emotions never change no matter what happens. But when you're in the middle of a slump, it, it is great to have that. You know, his form looks the same every time. Uh, he's got a really quick release for a guy with long arms like that. It, and, you, you know, he never, he never wavers. He takes the good shots that come to him within the offense. And if he gets hot, that's when he keeps letting it fly. Uh, you know, these guys, Domas and, and De'Aaron and all them, they, they look for him more, obviously, if you're, if you're on fire. So uh, it's great that he has that same calm, cool, collected composure, no matter whether things are going really, really well or going really, really poorly. Yep. And he did flash a few smiles tonight in the fourth quarter. I saw that. But that's great, right? Like, he, he deserves to get a little bit of that rust and, and you know, uh, yep, wear and tear off his back and have a, a, a really good game. And hopefully this is going to propel him into another hot streak like he had not too long ago. I really hope so. I brought Bryce up on stage. I want to hear from him in a little bit. Nick, I see you requesting too. You will be after Bryce. Uh, but a great comment here in the chat from DJ. Intense emotions, love to hate, back to love. That's fandom. Absolutely. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think a lot of people forget Calvin, that fan is short for fanatic, fanatic, right? Uh, I'm not a dictionary person, but I'll give you the definition of a fanatic, a person filled with excessive and single-minded zeal. You know, zeal. Zeal. As in young zeal. Yeah, young yeah. zeal. He's our guy. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to young zeal. Um, but no, for real, like fanatics are people that are insane. They're incest, they are. like they're intense they're just compulsive. They're crazy. Like yes. I'm a, I'm a fan. Reactionary. Yeah. All I'm of the above. All so of the above. We act like fans, I guess. And, uh, this channel is for fans by fans. So you guys are all welcome in here. Impulsive. Another good word. Yes. Another good word. Oh, I love my life. The only player not on the floor tonight, Rashawn Holmes. What do you think about that? Um, I, I'm not really sure what to think about that. 
I don't, I'm not going to read too much into it. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, they're shipping him out tomorrow. He's traded. Maybe he will be. I, I don't know that. But, it, you know, we've there's been plenty of games this season that he didn't make it onto the floor, whether they the Kings were winning by a lot or, or losing by a lot. So trade deadline's coming up a couple days. And, you know, I thought Metu played pretty well today overall. So when someone – when a bench player comes in, and they don't have to have a crazy good game, but when they give Mike Brown solid minutes, he sticks with them. But yeah. We've seen that over and over and over again. So, Also saw some love for Keon Ellis in the chat. Somebody said start Keon, Keon Ellis. Ellis. I think that was sass. Not that sure if that seems a little excessive for me. Maybe a fanatic behavior. <laughs> what do you think? Perhaps. Um, I wouldn't start him yet. Okay. Uh, I mean... There's a lot to like with what he what you see from him, though. I, I am totally all for playing him, and it could be an, a really, really, uh, you know, we'll call it lucky, but luxurious thing for the Kings to have, right, with Terrence Davis's name continuing to come up when we talk about trades with the Sacramento Kings, who should the Kings let go, all of this stuff. Uh, if they're able, if Terrence Davis has any type of value on the trade market and they're able to get, you know, an upgrade by some deal in that regard, whether it's uh, Rashawn Holmes and Terrence Davis or somebody else and Terrence Davis, mm-hmm. and you can use those spot minutes for Keon Ellis, I, I totally agree. He should, he should get a little more look. I, I do think that we've only seen him in blowouts, whether it was a loss or a win. Um, it's not like he's doing this against uh, the you know starting caliber players or anything, so just temper your excitement a little bit. But in terms of just watching him play, he looks like he is ready for the moment. He'll fit. Uh, he's a 3 and D guy, something that they could really use out on the wing. Here yeah. we go again. I'm going to talk about a defensive wing that the Kings could really Don't worry, we'll get there, could really use. Uh, he could be that guy. So I- I'm all for playing him more. Oh, wow, look at this. One of the longest names I've ever seen here in the chat. Oh, nice. That is a long, long name. That's almost as long as Trade Fox for Ben Simmons. Or maybe that's longer. I don't it know. It might be longer. It looks pretty long. It looks pretty long. Uh, shout out to Marcus. Light the beam. Light the beam, Marcus. Uh, I mean, any other thoughts on Rashawn? You think he's being held out for the trade deadline? Because that would make the most sense to me. Especially what, after would like it though? Everybody, I mean, he's been him. held out of games, you know that that they maybe could have used him, or it would have made sense to play him a lot this season. So, I think it's no secret that he is definitely somebody they're looking to move. I, we've been saying that you know since last off season, but is it does it mean that because he didn't play in this game that they're trading him? I, I don't think so based on what's happened over the course of the season yeah shout out to matthew matthew's always killing it in the comments now he's killing in the chat as well uh let's let's hear from bryce i I think it's time to give bryce the floor uh i'd love to hear from him uh so bryce welcome in man how's it going fellas good how are you man i'm doing well first thing i gotta say is when are we going to a king's game Playoffs, man. That's probably the next time we'll be in Sacramento, to be honest with you. Okay. You think think they're going to be skyrocketing in price or what? Absolutely. Yep. But we're coming all the way from Maui. I, it, we're going. It's 16 yeah, years without is. a playoff game. 
Uh, I don't care. We're going to those games. Yeah, whatever <laughs> your ticket price is, add $800 to it, and that's probably going to be our <laughs> price. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I've been to a couple this year. They, they've looked, dude, they've looked so good this year in person. It's incredible to see the difference from the previous years. I like it. Have you seen the beam? Uh, I saw the beam, yes, uh, a okay. mo- like a month and a half ago. All right. Have you touched have, the beam? Yeah. <laughs> Seems dangerous. <laughs> do not touch the we beam. We like to live dangerously, Bryce. I wonder if there's signs over there by Golden One that says, do not touch the beam. <laughs> I haven't seen them, but probably are. Um, let's see. Honestly, I think hot take, but I think Fox was the difference. He didn't have the best game as per se, but I think his speed and his deflections and it just changed the whole vibe of the team tonight. What do you guys think? I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that I kind of mentioned that when you asked me who my king of the, the game was. I gave it to Keegan, but you cannot say enough about how differently, how important Fox is to the rest, just like Sabonis, to the, the role players on this team, and that they play much, much better when, when he's in there. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are out of you control. Guys? They're talking about Vivek licking the beam. Sorry, Bryce. What, what were you saying? <laughs> I, said, I don't know about you guys, but uh, is this the third year in a row Fox has been snubbed from the All-Star game? Um, maybe, uh, that's tough. Maybe second year. That's tough. I think he's still going to make year. it though. He's, yeah, he still has a chance to get in there as an injury replacement. Yeah, shy, shy uh, Gil just usually gets hurt around this time. <laughs> yeah, and you got Doncic, you got Curry. Yeah. So there are yeah. there are potential spots. Yeah, that's true, huh? room. Oh yeah, Curry's going to be out the until after the All Star game, huh? I just heard that. He's definitely yep. out. We don't know how long for Doncic yet. Okay, well, well, that's good that it was a guard that got injured because, yeah. Yeah, okay, one thing cool. I was talking to uh, Calvin about, which is kind of strange, is, you know, the fact that the starting point guard on the East All-Star team is Kyrie Irving, who's now been traded to the West. I don't think they're going to oh, move him. yeah. But, like, it would kind of make sense as an injury replacement to move him in – and then replace the East. I I don't really know. Yeah, and then Jalen Brunson would probably make it. Yeah. What do you think, Calvin? What do you think about that? I mean, I think he should be an East guard. Look, at, they're not playing East versus Western Conference anyway, so keep that that Western Conference spot open because Kyrie Irving made the All Star team as an East guard. That, yeah. That's how I feel. Bryce, I want to I want to hear your thoughts on the trade deadline because today's Monday, trade deadline is on Thursday. Oh yeah. What do you think happens? I'm doing some research. Uh, I don't know if this guy's available, but I would love Alex Caruso on the Kings. I don't okay. know if he's available. I don't know, but he's the energy that I want to see from everybody on the Kings. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Oh, he's been reading your notes. I would love Alex Caruso. Absolutely. I, if I had to pick yeah. a you know, a type of player that 
the Kings need more than anything else at the trade deadline. Alex Caruso checks almost every box. Um, Thank the, you. You're okay, right. The question agree. is, the, the Bulls are one of those huge question mark teams at the at the deadline. Um, whether they decide to officially blow everything up and trade everyone, or maybe they only trade one or two pieces, uh, try to add and, and improve um, because they still have a lot of talent on the roster. It's rumored that the Nuggets are are interested or calling about Alex Caruso also. So really? any Western Conference team that lands him is a huge blow to uh, the rest of the conference. Yeah, and I think, honestly, I, I don't like Andre Drummond as a backup center anymore. So I don't, I don't see why the Bulls wouldn't want to go after, like, Rashawn Holmes or, like, those hustle players off the bench, those energy players. I don't know, maybe... Terrence Davis, Rashawn Holmes, and like a maybe a second rounder or something. I don't know. I could well, see that. It really depends. The Bulls have to pick a lane, right? They have to decide: Are yep. we trying yeah. to add pieces because we still are hoping for a last gasp plan or playoff run this season, or are we completely hitting the reset button? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, as far as salary goes, Cruz only makes $9 million, so a swap of him and Rashawn straight up works. <laughs> but like Calvin said, if they're tanking, why would they want to pick up Rashawn Holmes? That doesn't really make sense. Uh, if they're that's trying true. to compete, picking up Rashawn or, or trading Caruso doesn't really make sense either. So it, it's it's tough, man. It, it is really, really tough. But I, I'm a big Caruso fan as well. Anybody else you'd like the Kings to target? Um, I don't know if he's healthy or not, but I kind of like Robert Covington. I don't know. I, I haven't heard his name Co- in a long one of time. Favorites. Yeah, I haven't heard of his name in a long time. I think he still plays on the Clippers. I don't think he's played much this year, though. But I love him as a three and D guy. Um, but back to the Bulls point, real quick. Uh, I don't see why they would tank with DeRozan, Levine, and Vucevic. There's no way they're gonna. There's no way that operation is going to tank. Well, that's purpose. the thing. They might tr- decide to trade one or two of those guys. Yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah Robert Covington's name think has come up that? an awful lot lately. So it, it just they're, – they're in a really difficult position because, you know, Lonzo Ball not being there is such a huge uh, empty void for them. It, he really changes their team. Uh, as yeah. talented as they are across the board – they have a lot of great individual pieces, but Lonzo really was the guy that kind of made everything work early last season when they were all the way up to, you know, the top of the Eastern Conference. Um, and since he hasn't been available, they've really struggled. So they have a lot of money committed, um, and they're in a really interesting. They they're a, a very they're in a big dilemma, trying to decide whether they yeah. need to keep keep this going a little bit longer or back out get a bunch of picks and some young players lose for the rest of the season and see how high in the lottery they can get. Yeah, I get that. And that's such a weird thing with Lonzo because I'm pretty sure he just wanted to get like a microscopic knee procedure and it turns into what, eight months now. And he He, he had a meniscus tear and the original surgery um, did not correct it as well as they would have liked. Uh, He had a lot of um, scar tissue and stuff that, affected his healing and he had to have another surgery after that uh, which he still is not fully recovered from so it's a it's a very serious situation 
Guy's only 25 years old. He's already had three operations on the same knee. That's pretty bad. That's that's my brother's favorite player, and he is so mad that he hasn't hit the floor the last year. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bummer. Not even to mention it all the ankle injuries and stuff yeah. too. Like he yeah. is really dealt. He's really dealt with a lot, a lot, a lot. Well, uh, Bryce, yeah. we appreciate you calling in on the show. Uh, we're gonna let you go here, but uh, can you give me a, a prediction for Wednesday's game against the Rockets? Wednesday's game against the Rockets. Uh, I'm calling Keegan Murray is he's gonna play well again. Twenty two points and Kings win one twenty six wow. to one thirteen. Okay, a little bit closer game, 13-point margin of victory. I like it. I like it, Bryce. Light well, the thank beam. Thank you so much, guys. Dude, Thanks, man. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, sweet. Have a good night. All right. Uh, next up, we got Nick. Let's bring Nick up on stage and see what, what he's up Cup, to. A couple of housekeeping notes because I had some uh, oh, yeah. questions in the chat, first of all. Shout out Jay, to PK. Shout out to PK. Yep. Uh, Jay, I saw you a couple of times in there. Yes, you can have an autographed game-worn headband. I didn't have long hair when I played competitively, so I did not have any. I do not have any headbands from those days, uh, but I have plenty of pickup game headbands now there you go. that I wore, and I can sign one for you. I'll bring it to Golden One Center when we come for the playoffs. Maybe, Hopefully I can get it to you then. Maybe when we cut your hair, we'll save little locks of hair. Oh, there you, know, you go. I saw yeah. a jar of the sand yeah. from Tom Brady's retirement. Exactly. You know, maybe we can sell them on eBay. We'll give some out to Absolutely. some lucky fans. Absolutely. And Jay also asked me if I have ever been to Arco Arena. I absolutely have. In fact, I Which played one? Which one? at Arco Arena. Um, the, the second one. Okay. Sleep train. Yeah, yeah. Sleep toot, toot. It's still Arco to me. Your but. ticket to a better night's sleep. <laughs> you know, something I was thinking about the other day. So it's funny because you, when you play in Minnesota, they have that like the wolf, you know, like when you're, was it when you're shooting free throws or something? Oh, it's yeah. like, ooh, it sounds like a spooky wolf. <laughs> it's like, ooh. The howl. Uh, then when we played in Indiana, they had like some freaking NASCAR sounds going like the Indy 500 was like, did you hear that? Yeah. Like they had like cars going. Should they do something like that in golden one? Should they have like a, a moo or something? <laughs> a moo. Maybe just a, a bell, a cowbell. I think they have a cowbell already, but like, uh, yeah, then if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Maybe like a moo, you know, when they're shooting a free throw <laughs> and it just goes moo. Uh, I think that'd be funny. All right. Let's, let's hear from Nick. Here. All right. Yo, What's Nick. up, guy? Yo, yo. Light the beam. Light the beam. You sound much happier than, than last night, Nick. Fire the laser. <laughs> Fire the Why laser. not? My... There you go. You like that. Why button. not like light the beam? <laughs> Why not? Why not light the beam? Nick, what did you see in the game tonight? Tell me, Tell me about your experience watching the game. My experience watching the game was Keegan Murray shooting three pointers. You know, we played good defense tonight. We won tonight. We played good defense against the Rockets. We're going to do it again on Wednesday night. And the Kings are going to win 140 again. It should be the same score. The same exact score. Not 140 to 99. Yeah, it should be the same score. Okay. All right. Okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, Nick, I know you hung out with me pretty late on a space the other night, and I appreciate that. Um, 
Can you can you give anybody your thoughts on on the trade deadline? I mean, we're just a few days away. Do the Kings make a make a trade here? I think that we should get Kevin Durant. Oh, I mean, wow. There you go, Calvin. That, that would be something. That would be no, something. Tell them you, how you really feel. If you, if you do trade Kevin Herter, <laughs> then we will get Kevin Durant. Yeah, one Kevin for another. That's an even deal. So, I, look, I, Nick, I all I'm going to say on Kevin. that is this. I saw maybe the most ridiculous proposed trade I've ever seen in my entire life today, but it ended with Kevin Durant coming to the net to the Kings. Uh, it involves three teams. It's the Kings, the Hawks, and the Nets. Kings get Kevin Durant. The Hawks get uh, Harrison Barnes. Uh, Rashawn Holmes. No, the, the Nets get Rashawn Holmes. It, it's ridiculous. Trey Young and John Collins go yeah. from the Hawks to the Nets. Kevin Durant goes to the Kings. It, it's just absurd. So... If it happens, it's probably going to have to be a three-team deal. I will Show say that. Show me a realistic trade off. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that this is doable for the Sacramento Kings. I find it hard to believe that it's doable for most teams because I don't think yeah, the Nets are in a position Kevin, where they want to trade Kevin get, Durant right now. If, but we get, if we get Kevin Durant, we would win the championship. It would be a good, good fit. Yeah. Would I mean, win the on what you have to give up, I guess. You but. would have to give up and, a lot. And, would, would you be willing to Kevin, give up Keegan Murray? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You would have to give up a lot to get to get Kevin Durant. Definitely, definitely. absolutely, you would. Nick, who's your and Kevin uh, Durant? He's won championships before. He has. He sure has. Nick, who's your favorite player on the Kings right now? I uh, Keegan Murray. Keegan, get him. Keegan Murray. Yeah. I like that I like button too. Let's do it one more time, Nick. I got you. Keegan Murray. There we go. I like it. I like it. Okay, so you're predicting. Let me get this straight. You're predicting the Kings win to uh, Wednesday, and they trade for Kevin Durant. Is that right? Yes. I like it, dude. I like it. That that's good. Nick always makes me feel good on this show, Calvin. He's a positive reinforcement for me. I like it. Like the beam. Why not like the beam? Did you shoot any hoops today, Nick? I I did at the gym today. Okay, that's good. You got to get shots in. You know, once you a week is not shots enough, up. man. Got to get shots up. Yes, you do. Once a week is not enough. All right, well, before we let you go, Nick, can you give me uh, your keys to the game on Wednesday? Keys to the game is play good, play hard, and get, get a win. Play good, play hard, get a win. I like it. All right, Nick, thank you for calling in, dude. We appreciate you. I'll be hanging out on Twitter Spaces a little bit later. We'd love to talk some more with you. Okay. Like the beam. All right, buddy. Sleet, sleet, I guess you'll be packing up on the, from the studio. What? We'll, yeah, we'll be, be in the, the space after the game too. or after the show. Yeah. Yeah, you guys got a nice studio. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, buddy. I'll I'll talk to you You soon, Nick. All right. Light the beam. Light the beam. Light the beam. I like it. Light the effing beam. All right, Calvin. I mean, I I could, uh, 
I could talk about this game for hours, honestly. You know, it's not like last night's game. And I don't even want to talk about I don't even want to talk about last night's game. Um, but you know, we could talk about the rest of the game or we could talk about the trade deadline. Uh what do you think? Um I'm fine with either one. All right. What time is it? Okay, so we've been live for about fifty minutes now. All right. Uh last thoughts on the game tonight. Kings get a win, a very, very important win. Uh, Calvin and I, you know, last night we had an interesting podcast. If you missed it, uh, go check it out. If you want to laugh, if you want to have a fun time, go check it out. Um, but, you know, this was a very, very important game. Uh, the Kings, you know, were on the, their toughest road trip of the season, right? They were looking pretty good, Calvin. Uh, and then they fumbled the last two games. They just fumbled them without their leader, De'Aaron Fox. Uh, but today... They bounce back. They shot well. Everything's happy in Sacramento and Kingsland. Yes. They're currently 3-3 three and three now on this road trip, Calvin. Yep. Still above 500 on the road overall. It's the longest road trip of the season for the Kings. Seven games. They have a potential to get a win on uh, Wednesday. I almost said Saturday. I have no idea why I said Saturday. Uh, they do have the potential to get a win on Saturday. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah, I'm getting that. ahead of myself. Yes. Uh, they have a potential to get a win on Wednesday, I almost said Thursday. I'm way off on my dates. Uh, on Wednesday, making them four and three on the road trip and heading back home with more wins than they had last season. We talked about that. That's absolutely huge, right? This Kings team went 30 and 52 last year, Calvin. Uh, they're about to go for 31 wins on Wednesday, which would be really, really incredible. Uh, a crazy turnaround. Uh, I mean, here's my question for you. It's difficult being a Kings fan because I bring it up all the time, right? We're like uh, we're like battered fans that are emotionally bruised and damaged. But I also think at the same time, a lot of outside people looking in have hated on the Kings for so long, right? That the Kings are trash and all this. At what point, because we've already kind of seen it a little bit on ESPN. We've seen some bandwagon fans like Charles Barkley jump on the, <laughs> the Kings bandwagon, right? We've seen... He's riding the bandwagon hard, We've man. seen some people jump on. But, you know, what do you think the Kings have to do to, uh, I guess, show that they're the real deal? What do they have to do to show that they're the real deal? Yeah, to, like, all these outsiders that just hate on the Kings because they're the Kings or the Kings oh, well, or, or whatever. They, They've got to do two things. It has to be sustained. It has to be longer than half of a season. It's probably got to be longer than a full than one season. They have to come back next year and, you know, make the playoffs again. In order for everybody else in the country to to think that the Kings are relevant and a yeah. a legit team, that they'll probably have to have at least 2 years of in the playoffs and the, and win a playoff series. Not the answer I was looking for. Uh, but you're asking for people outside of Sacramento yeah. who don't pay attention to this team whatsoever to finally look around and say, oh, this team is for real. You don't think some dude in Minnesota is taking a poop right now and looking on the standings on his well, phone? Well, maybe and in Minnesota, like, but they've oh, been bad for a long Sacramento's time, too. Sacramento's the number three seed in the West. What? Where did this come from? I'm sure a lot of people are doing that. And Not just in Minnesota. So you don't think they can do anything this year to, I guess... If the Kings were to win a first-round playoff series, it would go a long way for that. I, I've... Absolutely. But you're you're asking pe people whose minds are already made up that the Kings are the worst franchise in, in the NBA, 
or have been for so long to turn around after one season and say, oh, no, this team is legit. I don't see that happening. I think it's going to have to be more than one year of success. Okay. What if they trade for Kevin Durant? If they trade, well, yes, people are paying attention, Ryan, but I don't think that people really think. Shout out to Ryan. In, or, in order for outside casual fans or fans of other teams to uh, admit that the Kings are here to stay, one year is, is just a one-off to them. It's not going to matter. It's not going to mean yeah. anything, especially what if they go into the first round and get swept? Like, people will just say, oh, it's the same old Kings. <laughs> Charles, Kings are not trading for Kevin Durant. I, I am <laughs> joking, dude. Um, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. But, hey, I, I just love bringing stuff up to give Charles a hard time because he likes to give me a hard time. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that people are starting to notice the Kings, but I, I tend to agree with you, Calvin, in a lot of different things. Um, and, yeah, the Kings need some sustained success for people to take them seriously losing. And I hate to bring this up again, but losing to the new Orleans Pelicans without Brandon Ingram, without their starting center and Jonas Valanciunas without Zion Williamson is not a good look for the Kings. And that is what people that are not Kings fans. I mean, even myself, right? I was frustrated after that game, but losses like that is what gives other people ammunition for the Kings are not legit. Yeah. And look, we don't, you know, it's, going to depend on how the rest of the season plays out too, right? If they're able to stay in the third seed for the rest of the year, win the division, uh, you know, and have that home court advantage in the first round, yep, that's going to go a long way in, in terms of changing people's minds or opinions about this team. Um, but I still think they could come out and get swept in the first round, and it would be the perfect excuse for anybody who's not a Kings fan to say, uh, I told you this team isn't for real. Yeah. Right? Yeah, shout-out to John for learning how to uh, school the algorithm here. Uh, shout-out to John. Oh, David's in the house. Shout-out to David. Good to see you there. And Young Ham. It's funny. Every time I see Young Ham in the chat, I uh, I think of Mike Tyson Mysteries, Young Heat. Yeah. That show's great, dude. It is such a good <laughs> show. Is good. If you've never seen Mike Tyson Mysteries, you have to watch it. You really, really have to watch it. It is a hilarious show. It's, dude, it stars Mike Tyson. He's, he's in the creation. He does his own voice. It's, it's like an adult version of Scooby-Doo. It's a cartoon. It is absolutely it's a pretty funny show. Hilarious. All right, Calvin, I want to move on from this game, uh, but I'm going to say it again, dude. Light the effing beam. Kings win tonight 141-20 over the Houston Rockets. Houston, we have a problem. Uh, but, Calvin, uh, last question. Before we move on to some NBA news, I want to talk about trades. I want to talk about all-star replacements, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I feel like we don't give the bouncer enough love on this channel sometimes. I mean, I, I feel like the bouncer knows that he's loved, and we try to give him a lot of love, but he does a lot of work on this channel. You're my boy, Blue. He does a lot to oh, help boy, people uh, feel comfortable he takes care of all those uh, those SBs, you know. He gets those SBs out of there. That's right. Even if, even if it takes him missing half the show because he is busy riling them up and or not riling them up. Uh, I don't know the word I was looking for. Rounding them up. Rounding and getting them out of there. He he's always here. He's reliable. He's a bouncer. He does his job. Uh, so I want to ask you, Calvin, what what's your favorite memory so far of the bouncer? Oh man. My favorite memory of the bouncer. That's a tough one. There's so many good ones. 
Um, trade Fox, get Ben Simmons. I, yeah. I I think that's what will always stand out to me. And he was just trading it, or changing his name. Changing his name show, every show. Every episode. But trade Fox, get Ben Sim- Ben Simmons was the. And then didn't it change? Wasn't it like just the crowning achievement? It was trait trait Fox T R A I T trait Fox. Yes. Yeah. We we really whipped him up into shape. We dude. sure have. He's he's a he's grown up. He's a bouncer now. And he is a bouncer. And you know, yeah. it's a great lesson to anybody out there. Hard work and perseverance plays pays off, right? He he worked hard for this position. He's here. He got his wrench. He's a real boy. Yeah. And Fox is his boy now. Great, right? Great, great. All right, let's move on. Enough, <laughs> enough love for PK, the bouncer. That's awesome. Hey, if you guys want to show your best memories of the bouncer, drop them in the chat. I, I'd love to see them because we really do appreciate him. Uh, shout out to Alex from the Hair and Beard Podcast. Sup, bros? Good win. I hope we make a non-dramatic move. Definitely need some help defensively, though. L-O-L. I couldn't agree more, Calvin. Uh, the Kings need to make a move lickety-split. Uh, so let's dive here into the NBA trade deadline. A uh, lot of rumors swirling. We talked a little bit about uh, Nerland's Noel last night. There was an article that popped up from Yahoo Sports saying that Nerland's was potentially on the move and the Kings had been inquiring about Nerland's from Detroit. No idea if the Pistons want to make a deal with the Kings anymore after what happened last time. <laughs> Um, but anybody else that you've seen really pop up in, in Kings trade rumors? Cause I haven't seen much. Uh, I mean, that's the thing when you get this close to the trade deadline, you know, you've talked about so many different names, so many different <laughs> times. That's a great memory. It too. is a good memory. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't know if there's anybody that really surprises me, um, at this point, uh, you know, names just can are going to continue to fly here. So it's yeah. all, all the names are the same two positions. It's either a wing or a backup center or both. Yeah. And this, uh, you know, this a three kind and of, D wing, I guess I would say this kind of reminds me of a thought that I had and I expressed it here on the channel. I don't even know how long ago it was. I, I, I keep track of time based on what the bouncer's name is on the podcast. <laughs> and it's been the bouncer for so long that like all my days are jumbled together now. Um, but it's just the fact that like this front office has been so quiet. I love it. I love it. They, they have a group of people that they trust. Nothing gets out. We don't hear about any crazy rumors, drama, stuff like that. I absolutely love it. Calvin that this is not like the old Kings where you're hearing Vivek Stauskas, 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 Stauskas. You know about a trade, like, you're like, oh, great, Vivek's, or, or sorry, Vlade's in discussions to pick up this guy. Okay, well, we know the deal's going to happen in three days, and we're going to get fleeced. No, we don't hear about the deals before they happen in Sacramento now, and I, I think that's a great, great quality. Absolutely, play it close to the chest. Or great, the best. great quality. PK wants rumors. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a rumor about, about Calvin, PK, if you want to know. Um, I'm just kidding. Okay. One thing I did notice, Calvin, that popped up today, and I don't think a lot of people knew this, is... <laughs> I get nightmares. Um, <laughs> the Nets deal was not official until, like, what, three hours ago or something like that? Yeah. Like, the, the Kyrie Irving trade to the Mavs. I thought it was done yesterday. 
Then I see something pop up today, and it's like the, the deal's not done. Could involve a third team. The Nets were trying to involve uh, Toronto in the deal. Yeah, well, no deal can be official until a player passes their physical either, right? Which yeah. he was flying to Dallas today to have the physical done. So. so they ended up completing the trade between the two teams. They did not throw a third team in there. However... I'm continuing to hear Toronto swirl around in rumors. They've, oh, they've yeah. been They're involved with almost the number one rumor every team, team yeah. in the NBA. I've heard about yes. Siakam. I've heard about OG. I've heard about uh, Fred Van, Van Vliet. Yep. Like, yeah, the list goes on They on. got a lot going on. So what do you think? You think they're buyers or sellers at the deadline? Um, I mean... You saw Majiri is another one of those GMs, right? That it's really hard to tell how he's going to play it. I mean, he could. I think he's going to ask for so much. They want to be sellers, I believe, yep. but they're going to ask for so much. I mean, it's rumored that three. It's three first round picks for OG. Like PK five. How many teams are going to actually pay that price tag? Yeah, you know, it's he. He doesn't. Majiri doesn't like to move on. Uh, quickly or easily from guys that he drafted or he developed. Um, they're a very, like, you know, homegrown style of, aside from maybe Kawhi Leonard, homegrown style of franchise that yep. it, that takes a lot of pride in their finding the diamonds in the rough and all this stuff and, yep. and bringing them along. So um, I, I think they're a very interesting team to watch. They're a lot like the Bulls, a team that has a lot of talent, should be playing better than they are, but they're in a, they're struggling this season. They're outside of the playoffs looking in and uh, they're trying to decide whether it's worth it to, to move some of these guys. And the conversation we had yesterday about the trade market being reset with the Rudy Gobert deal and how crazy it is for all of these uh, deals to get done in terms of asking price, that's going to play a, a huge factor when it comes to, the Raptors, because they have guys that are not only big-time players, but they're highly coveted on this trade market. So they are going to expect a lot in return. Yeah, yeah, great point. I mean, we heard about how high the asking price was for Kyrie Irving. It dropped. It did drop. Uh, that's true. I thought they got a pretty that's decent true. package for him, but it did drop. One thing we haven't really heard about much, John Collins lately, which is which is really, really strange because the dude has been in trade rumors for years. We heard that they wanted a star player or a young player and multiple draft picks. Then the last time we heard, they were like, we want a bag of chips and some second-round draft picks, and then we haven't heard anything. Do you think Atlanta yeah. makes a move? Do, do you think John Collins is, is on the trade block still? He might be. It's just really hard to tell. Like – we talked about yesterday, there's so many teams, even the teams like the Lakers and the Hawks and the Raptors and the Bulls even, that are on the outside of the playoffs looking in, even outside of the play-in tournament, because of how tight the Western Conference is and how competitive the league is right now in general, you know, all of those teams still have a lot of talent on their rosters. Mm -hmm. So it's a they're in very difficult positions at this deadline to decide whether or not it makes sense to – you know, first of all, do you move on from some of these big name players that you have? And second of all, if you make that decision, are what are you looking for in return? Are you still trying to compete? Are you looking for a deal that nets you players that still keeps your team relevant and competitive and possibly gets you into the playoffs? We know the Lakers are in that position, right? Yep. Um, but these other teams like Toronto and Chicago uh, and even Atlanta to some degree, it's like, you know, what are they really 
deciding to do. Atlanta's still got a lot of young players yeah, on their Toronto roster. Too, right? Toronto as well. So it's really a, anybody's guess as to what it's going to take and whether or not these teams are going to move on from some of their bigger name guys. I feel like a lot. Hold on. Just, I, Fire the laser! Which fun. Um, but I feel like a lot of trade deadlines, there's like one guy that everything kind of hinges on him. And then when the deal goes through, then you start to see all these other deals happen. Do you think that could be Kyrie Irving? Because the Lakers, they wanted Kyrie. We, we know that. There's no surprise. LeBron yes. wanted Kyrie. It didn't happen. So now what do the Lakers do? Are they scrambling? Are they trying to figure out, okay, shit, we didn't get Kyrie. Like, we need to compete. Are they trying to get Fred Van Vliet? Are they going after some of these players on the Jazz or, or something like that? Are they the next domino to fall? Like, what do you think triggers this, like, frenzy? Because, dude, I mean, honestly, it, it's – it's Tuesday, almost. They're like 20 minutes away from Tuesday on the East yeah. Coast right now. It's two days left for the trade deadline. I'm not sure there's going to be a frenzy because, okay. again, all these teams are they're, – they're all buyers. They're not sellers. It's, you have this big gap because of how, what, how high the asking price is for all these guys thanks to deals like the Rudy Gobert trade yep. and all these teams trying to get in on adding talent to their teams. And then outside of that, the you know, the other teams in the league, they're not looking to make any big moves because they want to keep losing. So they get, they get in position for the number one or the number two pick. You have this big disparity between the top, the top teams and the bottom teams in the NBA. Um, but there are a lot of teams that are really interesting to watch at the trade deadline. Brooklyn is probably number one right now. Yeah. Not necessarily because of Kevin Durant, but they're still looking to add pieces. It's rumored they're in on Pascal Siakam. It's rumored they're in wow. on Jay Crowder. It's like there's all this other stuff out there. Um, the Suns are another really interesting team to look at as well. Really any team in the Western Conference outside of Houston, yep. um, maybe even Houston, I guess just Houston like and San Antonio. Every other team in that conference is thinking we could add somebody and get a, get a little bit better and make a playoff run here. So it, it's really, really interesting. And I think you've got a lot of teams at the top of the Eastern Conference that are thinking, oh, we're really good. We're, we're ready to compete, ready to win. But all these other teams are out there trying to get better too. So maybe we make a little move. The Milwaukee Bucks have been trying to get Jay Crowder for months. Yep. It hasn't happened. It, so... Could Kyrie Irving start the domino effect? Yeah, he, he could because typically speaking, you do see a big-name player get traded and it equals aftershocks and ripple effects throughout the trade market that way. But I also think due to the the state of the NBA and the, and the current market in general, you might see just a lot of smoke yeah. and no fire. It's very possible. I mean, the, the West is wide open right now. It really is, right? Golden State was the team that dominated for the longest time. They're struggling. Uh, what are the teams that stepped up when Golden State was injured, right? You had Phoenix, which is not the same team that, as they were when they made the finals. You have Toronto, much different team than when they made the finals. I mean, who else? Lakers, they're a different team too. So yeah. the, the West seems to be wide open. I just got to throw it out there. If any team... In the West, wants to trade for Kevin Durant. The team I think it should be, Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. That would be something, man. Not that I want it to happen that because be I something. want my Kings to be 
I want my Kings to go far, and it definitely hurts the Sacramento Kings. But if you look at a team that has been good for a long time, but they have, uh, I guess, underperformed, they've dealt with a lot of injuries. I mean, all the way back to the time with Carmelo, Chauncey Billups, that team, like, they didn't do much in the playoffs. They really didn't. Now they have Jokic, amazing player. They deal with injuries every single year. If I'm the Nuggets, I, I'm trying to get KD. I'm on the phone. I'll give him Aaron Gordon. I'll give him Michael Porter Jr., whatever draft picks you want. I'm going to try and make a deal happen for Kevin Durant. If the Nuggets can, can acquire Kevin Durant, I think they win the title or at least make it to the finals. Yeah, it's a really interesting topic of conversation. It, there's a lot of, I think, reasons why that makes a hell of a lot of sense. Uh, other than, you know, you could also see if they kept this young younger roster that they had, maybe the championship window is open a little bit longer, I guess. I, I don't know, but All right, very, let's, very tough. Uh, let's talk about the All-Star Reserves, and then we'll talk about, you know, the game against Houston on Wednesday before we wrap up the show here. Um, but, you know, I think everybody knows. Maybe they don't know this so far, but uh, – Chef Curry, he's out. What, yes, what's the is. injury again with Curry? It's a knee injury. Knee he, injury He had a, a knee contusion, knee collision um, a couple of nights ago. I forget exactly when it was, but they, they have officially, yeah, officially announced that he will be out through the All-Star break. Also, Luka Doncic. Uh, shout out to Ryan for just joining in here. Ryan, uh, we got the box score down below. Oh, Ryan's, six, Ryan's been there. 16 points. Uh, for Deer and Fox. Um, he was asking what Fox had tonight. Uh, anyways, so Luka Doncic also dealing with an injury. Don't wish injuries on anybody, Calvin, but we are playing two games against the Dallas Mavericks coming up. That is true. So they do, are reloading with this, Kyrie Irving. But this could help the Sacramento Kings. I think Curry's out for the All-Star game officially. Yep. Don't know about Doncic yet. These are both reserves in yep. the Western Conference. Which potentially... Well, Doncic is a starter, I believe. Potentially, is he? I think he was a starter. Potentially And I think Curry might have been too, actually, now that I think about it. Potentially opens up a spot for a guy like De'Aaron Fox. So what are your feelings about that? Who who do you think replaces these guys? Who replaces them? Um... And yes, you are right. Curry and Doncic, both starters, along with Zion, also dealing with an injury. Jokic and LeBron James, all the West starters. Yeah, yeah. It, did uh, SGA make it as a reserve? Yes. Okay. Because if he didn't, uh, it would be a pretty easy choice for me. So to put Western him in Conference there. reserves, you got Paul George, SGA, Jaron Jackson, Damian Lillard, Laurie Markkinen, Ja Morant, and our guy Domas. Domas. Sabonas. Um, okay, well, th- then that, I think, makes it pretty... If both of those guys are going to miss the All-Star game, I don't see how Fox doesn't get in as an injury replacement. I, I just don't. That, that's yeah. all That's all I got. Like, I think he should have been in there to begin with. I would have put him in over Paul George, but... Shout-out to JG here in the chat. Also, I, I got to give a shout-out to EJ. EJ was uh, interacting with me quite a bit on yesterday's stream, so shout-out. Oh, what's shout at the bottom of the EJ. chain? Uh, Go blue, baby. And what is that? Whale? W-A-E-L? Whale? Whale Elder? When is Kylie debuting? 
Any thoughts? Uh, oh, Kyrie. They, uh, I believe they expect him to play Wednesday okay. against the. I think they play in the Clippers before they go up to Sacramento. Interesting. All right. Well, we do hope that Deer and Fox, unfortunately, as fans, there's nothing we can do right now. We can't vote. We can't do anything. We just got to trust the process, as they say. Trust and hopefully, Deer and Fox will be announced uh, to be one of the All Star reserves. What do you think this would that would do to this Kings team? What would that do for Deer and Fox? Is, is that validation or is that like a thanks but no thanks? Like I'm only here because of this. Man, I, I still think it's validation. It, it's not you know the way you would have wanted it to go, uh, but the the fact that he would still be there and participate in the game, get to play with Domas. I know the two of them would yeah. have a lot of fun. Obviously, together on the floor in the All Star game. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's the All Star game. Uh, I still think that it 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 would go a long way. Uh, It's not the same exact thing. Yes, bouncer, I'm I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I promise. Um, You're in charge of the chat now. I love it. I love it because I miss so much in the chat. I miss. But uh, and Jim, I'm gonna get to your trade proposal as well. But uh, no, I mean, look, we every single year. There's so many good players in the NBA. There's always a big-time snub from the All-Star game. So if you're able to get in there, even though it's an injury replacement, I still think that it means a lot. Okay. Personally. I like it. I like it. So you'd go. I'd go, too. I would definitely go. Even though it's in Utah, I would still go. All right, Calvin, let's uh, address... Uh, the elephants okay, so, in the room and uh, do it lickety-split, okay? The bouncer has been asking about Jared Vanderbilt Yes. in Utah and whether or not uh, he would be a good target or a good addition for the Kings. Why would they trade him? Why would they trade him? Yeah, uh, I mean it's Utah. You don't. They're another one of those teams. Like, yeah, they expected to be really bad, or maybe not expected, but thought they would be. We all thought they would be really bad. Then they start off really hot. Then you you kind of think, oh, maybe they're not going to trade anyone. Yeah, they still have all these draft picks. They're in a, a really interesting position going into the off season in a big time draft. And they've started to lose games. So I think that there are a lot of players that could be potentially available for them. When it comes to Jared Vanderbilt on the Kings, uh, I really like his his defensive versatility, his potentially his rebounding. Um, he's not a guy that you can really spread the floor with necessarily. I think he would fit uh, overall on the team, um, but I'm definitely not giving up you know, a decent trade package to get him. Uh, I am going to go back on my rant about a defensive wing. That that's what I really want. Charles is emotional and I, here. I in think the that chat. yes, yes he is always. No, I'm just kidding. I'm poking your chain or yanking your po- chain. Poking your chain. Yanking your chain. Um, but no. So poking your chain. Yanking it. Um, <laughs> I I think that there are better options out there than Jared Vanderbilt. I, I would much rather see a even though Vanderbilt is a guy that has you know, potential to switch as a big and guard smaller players. Um, I, I do like the idea of somebody in the Matisse Seibel or the uh, Jay Crowder realm better. Even a guy like Tory Craig, for example, um, th- those are the types of players that I would be going after yeah. first and foremost. And you're not giving up your package, right, to get him? No. Okay. I'm not. That's what John wants to know. I'm not giving up my package. Okay. Uh, Jim, I saw you ask earlier about DeMar DeRozan. Uh, we've had this discussion before. I, I love DeMar as a player. I don't like his fit with the Kings. Um, I think that he 
would be too much of an isolation player. The ball wouldn't move as, as well with this team. That's part of what makes them successful. He's older. He makes a ton of money. Um, so you would be kind of limiting yourself maybe this o- or limiting yourself more this offseason, you know, in terms of maybe some cap flexibility or what you could do. So I, I don't really – I'm not a fan of trying to make a deal for DeRozan for those reasons. Okay. I mean, Harrison Barnes and Rashawn Holmes for, for DeRozan straight up works. Uh, I'm I'm mixed on that. I I, w- I think I want to keep HB though. So I, yeah yeah that's a tough one. All right. Uh, you mentioned you did some research. Um, you want to dive into that before we jump into the next game? Yeah. Uh, so, including tonight, Kings had 22 or 19, I guess, depending on whose laptop you look at. Fast break points. I'm gonna refresh it again. The, the Kings are including tonight's game 15 and seven when they score 16 or more points, fast break points. They would be so much better if they had better perimeter defense, got more deflections like they did today, but against better teams, better offensive teams, and gave themselves the opportunity to get out and run. That is more evidence for me to say, go get a guy like Matisse Thibel. Okay, I like it. I just think that this team, if they were to have that guy, especially in the playoffs, when... You know, the, the pace of the game slows down a little bit more anyway. It's a little bit more intense. You've got all these great guards and great wing players in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. I, I know people are really big on you know, they can't stop anybody inside. They need a rim protector and rebounding and all this stuff. But part of what would make you a better uh, or better at defending the paint is if you didn't let guys get into the paint as easily. So, and I just feel like this team is constructed the way it's constructed and built. They have everything they need to be a fast run and just, you know, fast break team, but put the ball on the floor, get out in space and attack the rim. They're so good when they do that. If they were to add somebody that made that easier and I get people's uh, inhibitions about you want a James worthy. Oh, I would love to have James worthy. Are you (laughs) kidding me? Um, but I, I get people's inhibitions about Thibel because of his offensive inefficiencies. Number one, they don't need him to score in the half court. They can surround him with enough offense that are around him in the half court. Or in, yes, in the half court. I'm getting ahead of myself. That it would still be effective. He would help them so much on defense. And he's really, really good at moving without the ball. Something that this offense absolutely loves to do. They backdoor cut, and Sabonis finds them all the time. I think Charles brought that point up earlier in the chat. And, Charles, you're my boy, man, because you and I are on the same page a lot of the time. He is great at cutting and moving without the ball. He would fit into the offense really well for that reason, and he would add so much for them on defense. So that's the archetype for the type of player I'm looking at in this trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian, just real quick, wants to ask about Zach Levine, and then let's move on to Houston. I think it's going to cost too much to get him. It, it, you know, he's already extended on the, the Supermax. Um, I like the idea of, of Zach Levine. He's a good player. He's a fantastic scorer. He would continue to make this offense the best in the NBA, but he, do, again, doesn't help them defensively, and that's where this team goes to the next level. So. Yep. All right, nice and quick there. Lickety split, I like it. Okay, let's talk about the Houston Rockets. Let's talk about uh, So before we get into your keys, uh, you know, was there anything that you saw tonight 
that the Kings did or didn't do that they could do to help take advantage of them on Wednesday? Well, I mean, I, they just need to continue to keep the offense humming, like keep the ball moving, uh, yeah. the equal opportunity, spread the, the wealth, move the ball back and forth side to side. This is a team in Houston where, you know, you would love for them to play a full 48 minutes of great defense, but that's not who the Kings are right now. Yep. <laughs> that's just not. Right now. Right now, yeah. I mean, things could change. Okay, okay. Things could change, but that's not who they are. So this is this was a get-right game for them. It's another opportunity again on Wednesday. I still uh, believe Kevin Porter is going to be out for Wednesday's game as well. Foot injury. Right now, Garrison Matthews is also listed as out. Um, they just need to continue to move the ball, spread the wealth, keep shooting it well from outside, and rebound. Rebound, rebound, rebound. That's the number one thing that they need to focus on against this Rockets team. Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed uh, that your keys are a little bit different. I did change them is, a little bit. Which is interesting. And, and that kind of prompted my first question is you play the same team twice. They're both in Houston. Why are your keys to the game different? Well, number one, uh, my Key, my first key to, to tonight's game revolved heavily, heavily around the Garrison Matthews Malik Monk rematch, uh, which it doesn't look like we're going to get. So I think yeah. I'm, I would alter it in terms of that. It's been a, a while since they had that little altercation anyway. Uh, but you know, when you play a game two times in a, or uh, play a team two times in a row, you kind of treat it like a mini playoff series, and the playoffs are all about you know, game-to-game -game adjustments. That's that's how you win a series. You have to go and win a game on the road, and you have to adjust uh, from game to game. So, of course, there's going to be little, little tweaks. It's not quite the same when you're playing a team like Houston, mm -hmm. uh, which is why I kept some of the same keys. But let's get into them. Let's do it. Let's do it. Key one. Well, I just talked about this. Okay. Get out and run. I like it. The Kings are 15-7 and seven when they score 16 or more fast break points. Uh, they had 22 in this game. They got a lot of deflections, a lot of steals. Uh, they're built to, to get out and run, but they just don't get a lot of stops. And it's hard to take. You can run when you take the ball out of the basket. But when you have a guy like Sabonis, who's a great rake-and-take center, able to lead the break for you immediately off of a rebound, you've got guys that are the fastest guard or fastest player in the league, the Aaron Fox, um, Terrence Davis is good in space. Malik Monk is good in space. Uh, lob threats all day. Like the, the, that's a huge advantage for Sacramento. They just don't get to take advantage of it very often because they struggle to get stops so consistently. So if they can do that, it'll go a long way for them. Oh, there we go. Next right. game. i got to add the next game. Okay, key number two. Uh, key number two, bench ballers. Bench ballers, I like it. It's been a huge hit-or-miss thing for the Kings all year long. At times, they've looked phenomenal, like maybe one of the best bench units in the NBA. At times, they've looked like maybe one of the worst bench units in the NBA. Uh, they have scored 117 points in the last two games. Part of that is inflated because they played a shit ton of minutes on uh, yesterday in a huge loss, uh, so they were going to you know, score more points. But tonight, in a coast-to-coast -coast win, pretty much, they had... A phenomenal performance. Trey Lyles was great. Malik Monk gave him 20. Uh, keep the bench balling. 
keep the bench balling. I like it. Uh, 117 points the last two games. Wow. Yeah. All right. 54 tonight, 63 last night. Key number trace. Key number trace is the same as it was going into this game. It's points in the paint. Okay. Uh, I think you could probably put rebounding and points in the paint as two keys to every Sacramento Kings game. It's one of the things that the Rockets do really well. Uh, They had 60 points in the paint tonight. Kings are horrible at defending the paint. They give up 57 a game. So, Awesome keys. I like it. I like it. How are you feeling about Wednesday's game? You think we got a pretty good chance? This, oh, yeah. The, they got okay. a very good chance. I got this one sh- key should to be the a game. win. I got one key to the game. That's it. One key on Wednesday, and that is... Fire the laser! That's what I want to see, Calvin. All right, guys. I think that pretty much wraps up the show for us. Thank you guys so, so much. We appreciate you all for hanging out tonight. Kings get a victory. Don't forget to smash up that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Tell the bouncer how much you love him and you appreciate him. Calvin, any last words for the royal family out there? Thanks for watching, you guys. Yeah, thank thanks you for, guys. for sticking with us after yesterday's show. That was a, a rocky one. <laughs> rocky is good. Thank you guys so much for watching. We appreciate you all. Have a wonderful evening. We'll see you all on Wednesday. In the meantime, go Kings. Keegan. Bounce, are you the real MVP?